Electric Friends, a Gary Newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer. This is the intro to the epic 8-minute Andy Gray remix of Gary Newman's song, A Prayer for the Unborn. It's a song that was never a single, and was originally track number 8 on Gary's 2000 album, Pure. 22 years on, it's still a staple at all Gary concerts since, and is often one of, if not the, final song of the night. Not only is it one of Gary's most personal songs, but it's his personal favourite of his own material. In the year 2000, Gary Newman released the album, Pure. This was the third album as part of his Renaissance era, which started with 1994's Sacrifice and continued with 1997's Exile. While Exile was pretty much exclusively about Gary's criticism of religion and all it stood for, he continued this theme to some extent with Pure, but he also began writing material which was hugely personal and about his real life experiences at the time. One such song was A Prayer for the Unborn. In 1997, Gary married his partner, Gemma O'Neill. For the next few years, the couple would try for a baby with tragic results. After IVF treatment, Gary and Gemma named their unborn child Elfin, but sadly Gemma suffered a miscarriage. Gary drew from this experience and wrote two deeply emotional songs about their loss. Writing in his autobiography, Revolution, he explained, I wrote two more songs for Pure, Little In Vitro and A Prayer for the Unborn both looking at what happened in different ways. To this day, when I sing a prayer for the unborn, I have to be very careful not to think about what happened. I just try to sing the words and not think of the meaning, but it's hard. And when I do think back, it's almost impossible to get through. It's been my favorite song from the day I wrote it. In fact, Andy Gray did a remix of it which made it even better. Not to play it almost feels like an insult to Elfin. While the Exile album was being about what Gary described as some fatal flaws in the way we have misinterpreted the Bible, A Prayer for the Unborn sees him purposely being something of a hypocrite by praying to God himself. It focuses on Gary's frustration with the general belief in God that he doesn't share. It has been described as an angry slap in the face to a God he does not believe exists. The lyrics of the song see Gary sarcastically talking to a god he knows doesn't exist, pondering why they couldn't save their unborn child. He sings, So I prayed, but you weren't listening, making miracles. So I begged, but you were far away, saving souls perhaps. So I screamed, but she was very small, and you have worlds to mend. So she died, and you were glorious, but you were somewhere else. So- 
In just a few lines, it perfectly highlights Gary's pure frustration, anger and pain at what must have been an incredibly dark time. For the rest of the song, Gary explains how if God were to act as various supposed positive and helpful people or notions, that he would be left with the opposite of what they're supposed to provide, from a shepherd to a father to heaven. If you are my shepherd, then the original version on Pure, Gary worked with producers Sulphur on the track, consisting of Rob Holiday and Monty, and clearly showed the influence of industrial rock bands such as Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. Two years later, Gary released the greatest hits compilation, Exposure. The final track on the double CD was an eight-minute new remix of A Prayer for the Unborn by producer Andy Gray, who has also worked with the likes of Tori Amos, Korn, U2, he even co-produced the theme tune to Big Brother in the UK. It is this version, which later appeared in a shorter form on Gary's hybrid album a year later, that Gary performs live to this day. This version begins with a haunting and a hypnotic electronica riff that builds as Gary sings the opening lines until the drums kick in at two and a half minutes. One of the best parts of this version, particularly when performed live, is after Gary asks the first set of questions to God and then the electronic riff plays on its own before the beat comes back in to great effect. Some gigs, including his recent Royal Albert Hall show, photos of Elfin's ultrasound were displayed on the screens behind him as he sang the song. Thankfully, Gary and Gemma had a very happy ending to their childbirth struggles. In 2003, after years of trying, Gemma gave birth to their first child, Raven. Despite being told that the chances of having children were slim at best, they have since had three daughters in total, with Raven followed by Echo and Persia. A Prayer for the Unborn is a truly emotional song, but also a mainstay of Gary Newman gigs over the past 20 years. While some fans have said the song is a tad overplayed at some gigs, the vast majority of responses to the question I put out about the song were positive. Writing on Facebook, Pedro Lorente said, first heard it on the release of Pure, loved Andy Gray's original version on Pure the Tour edition, and after it being played to death on each tour over the last 20 years, I've come to appreciate the original version even more. It usually means that it's the last song, it's a good night, and go back to your hotel. Joe Jackson said it was one of the first songs I heard after the dark years. I cried even though I didn't know what it was about. Mark Radford said, The song is like a fine wine. It's matured over the years to become an all-time Newman classic. It's one of my faves. Anna Anastasia said, So many reasons. I lost children in pregnancy. My daughter has also. For me, it represents pure love from Gary's heart. 
Marilyn Towie wrote, can't remember where I first heard it. I know I liked it from the start and I've said many times I can understand why it's sung so often and I respect that because it's more than just a good song. Without sounding dramatic, I worked on maternity and gynaecology unit for 12 years. Without going into detail, it makes me think of the other side of things, what I witnessed there as well as the joyous side. So to have written that song and to sing it with such personal feeling from Gary and for Gemma as well, it has meaning and I can only emphasise without being morbid and enjoy the musical side too. Karen Marshall wrote, The best piece of music he's done by a mile. I went through similar struggles, so it resonates deeply with me. Gives me chills every time I hear it. Finally, Julie Tucker wrote, I went to a small venue in Southampton at uni, really crowded, low ceiling, filled with pneumonoids. The singing stopped, it went totally black, not a sound. Then the vertical white LEDs were on full pelt, the band totally gave it their all and rocked it out. I wasn't impressed when I heard it at first, but it was so theatrical and so personal to Gary I was literally blown away. This was before the meet and greet, so after the gig we hung around in my hubby and I got to meet him. We were totally starstruck, nothing for him to sign either. He must have thought we were the right pair of wallies. Nah, I doubt it, Julie. Well, some fans have also pointed out a potential inspiration from Chris Isaac's Wicked Game as well, which I hadn't noticed before. But considering that Gary himself has said in the past that Wicked Game is one of his all-time favourite songs, perhaps they're onto something. I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you And I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody that's it this time next time we'll tackle something of an underrated 80s pop gem from telecon we are glass so get in touch with your memories and thoughts about that song thank you for joining me on electric friends it's been quite the epic few weeks for a numenoid i'm sure a lot of you like me were at gary's fantastic return show at wembley what a night that was and an incredibly moving and important night for gary and all his fans i've wanted this for such a long time In fact, it sounds like his tour in general has been brilliant. Uh, and I also went to see this fantastic uh, tribute act, Tubeway Days, the week before in London. Uh, if you want to hear a show that sounds and looks exactly like Gary circa 1980, then you simply have to check them out as well. podcast on twitter or get in touch newmanpodcast at gmail.com and you can subscribe and listen to all episodes as they come in at newmanpodcast.com electric friends a gary newman podcast celebrating the tracks by a musical pioneer pioneer